Hi, I'm Lynn, narcissistic abuse recovery coach, author, and personal survivor of narcissistic abuse. At Moving Forward with Hope, we provide guidance to assist to validate your experiences in dealing with a narcissist, help to rebuild after the treacherous path, and move forward into your next journey. Validate, rebuild, revolutionize. I've been personally exposed to narcissists in my family upbringing as well as relationally. The fog was lifted for me in 2016 and since that time have made it a mission of mine to help others recover from the devastating and confusing life hurdles that occur. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Lynn, your host. Today, we're going to be discussing why disrespect is the method of communication between golden child and scapegoat. First, let's do a little recap. Within narcissistic family units, the golden child and the scapegoat child often represent two distinct roles that emerge and persist even into adulthood. When we talk about these family dynamics within a narcissistic family structure, it helps to bring awareness it may also help to bring clarity. It may also help us to understand our own family of origin more and why things are the way they are, especially as adults. So today, let's get into it. And of course, if you are enjoying our podcast, I ask that you head over to whichever platform you are watching on. We are on every major podcast platform. I ask that if you have benefited from our material, that and if you believe others may benefit as well to leave us a positive review. I thank you in advance. And if you would like to support our show, please head over to our support page found on our website, movingforwardafterabuse.com. We have six different ways you can choose to support our show. The golden child is typically raised with excessive praise, validation, and attention which creates a sense of entitlement and superiority. In contrast, the scapegoat child is habitually blamed, disrespected, and devalued. This fosters feelings of inadequacy and low self-esteem. Now, these roles may continue into adulthood, leaving the golden child to view themselves as superior and the scapegoat child as inferior. So there's definitely an imbalance between these roles right from the start. So disrespect is the chosen language of communication between the two parties because it maintains the imbalance of power from childhood. So why does the golden child disrespect the scapegoat? That's what we're gonna talk about here today. So the golden child disrespects for various reasons and let's get into it. Disrespect from the golden child toward the scapegoat child can be due to the golden child's need to project their own flaws and insecurities onto someone else, the scapegoat. The scapegoat, having been labeled as the family problem or troublemaker, becomes an easy target for the golden child's disrespect. The scapegoat is already largely disrespected by their family of origin. And so the golden child not only helps to carry out the family's secret mission, the golden child is earning respect by the family, 
by secretly disrespecting the scapegoat and they are earning their keep and they are maintaining the title of special, wonderful child. I say secretly disrespecting the scapegoat. It's not really secret. It may happen between closed doors, but the scapegoat will not like the disrespect and may act out. As a child, the scapegoat of child may complain, but in the hands of a narcissistic family environment, the scapegoat will not receive the family's compassion or empathy. The scapegoat will feel neglected, left out, and is taught even from a young age that the family is not there for them. So they learn coping skills and survival skills that they will use when they grow up. When the golden child treats the scapegoat with disdain and disrespect, the golden child can deflect attention away from their own shortcomings, projection, which will make them feel better even if for a short moment. Now the golden child is jealous of the scapegoat. The golden child had to rely upon others for validation in their life. They waited and needed others to provide approval and acceptance. Rarely could the golden child go against the flow. They stuck to expected roles, not only inside the family, but their strong desire to please in order to receive the accolades set them up in a performance mentality with others outside the family unit as well. They earned love. It started within their family of origin. They received the accolades, they received the rewards and the attention. They became used to the attention and then they learned to rely upon it for external validation. They felt worthy when others loudly applauded them. The scapegoat, since they rarely had the external validation, they needed to acquire it from somewhere. And it was typically done through their own efforts. They developed self-awareness, resilience, and assessed their situation with a proper perspective, although it may have even been skewed, and tried to move forward despite being emotionally injured, or let's be real, traumatized. So because the scapegoat built skills, the golden child became or is currently jealous of the scapegoat and at any chance will favor toward disrespecting them so as to bring them down a notch. When the golden child brings down the scapegoat, they feel elevated and worthy to be a human. You may also see this dynamic outside family units. Have you ever met a friend or colleague that was always putting down someone else? When someone is put down or gossiped about behind their back, the party speaking is feeling elevated for the moment. Next, competition. There is competition between these two family roles. If the golden child is the firstborn, for example, as soon as the scapegoat was born and they did not receive the same amount of attention, they were not only jealous, but what rose up within them was a competitive spirit. They were competing for attention. They needed the same amount of attention they had prior. The golden child's life force was taken from them. The scapegoat, since they were used to working hard for any attention they received, the golden child notices any attention the scapegoat receives because it's like taking life power away from them. The golden child may start to grow a deep-seated envy, even hatred, animosity, jealousy 
of any of the scapegoat's accomplishments or reward just for them existing because it means competition. They dislike the scapegoat tries to thwart their own independence. They hate the scapegoat can muster up the strength to leave the family home and or not needing the family unit. We're talking no contact there. They hate their personal growth. Even the optimism and wisdom the scapegoat obtains as they go through life. So at every chance, because of the golden child's desire to be ahead and have all the attention on a constant stream if they can, they must disrespect the scapegoat whenever they can. But keep in mind, it can definitely be discreet disrespect. They need and want their energy and accolades back. They believe the scapegoat is not deserving of such that all the praise belongs to them and none to the scapegoat. So, is this the rise of the golden child having narcissistic traits? It is a very good question. In some cases, the golden child may exhibit narcissistic traits, which can further fuel the disrespect toward the scapegoat. I will touch on this in another episode. I currently have an article written on it on our website, movingforwardafterabuse.com. Check it out when you have some time. We have covered a lot of information in this episode. If you grew up in a narcissistic family environment, my heart is absolutely with you. If you are starting to learn about the family dynamics, you are welcome here. This, my friends, has been another episode of the Moving Forward with Hope podcast. We are now accepting collaborators. Visit our website when you have more time. This is Lynn. Pick up our latest book, Master Manipulators, Discover Covert Tactics, Narcissist Devise to Manipulate, Deceive, and Control. It's available on Kindle, it's on Amazon, it's on audio, and on our website. Get it today. This is Lynn, and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I invite you to also visit our website at movingforwardafterabuse.com, subscribe to our Wake the Elephant YouTube channel, sign up to our email list, and take advantage of the resources we have on our site to assist you in recovering from a relationship with a narcissist, grew up in a dysfunctional narcissistic home, and or want to learn more to propel your healing journey to the next level. Drop us a review if you have enjoyed this episode on whichever platform you listen to. Consider supporting our podcast and we will see you in the next episode. Take care for now. This is Lynn signing off.